emanating from www.blogtalkradio.com forward slash thinking out loud radio. It's the Thinking Out Loud radio show, giving voice to issues that matter to you. Be sure to subscribe to the podcast for this show on iTunes, Google Play Music, and TuneIn. So excited as I usually am that you decided to t- tune in to this special edition of the Thinking Out Loud radio show. Follow us on Twitter at TOL Radio Show and Instagram at the TOL Radio Show and like our Facebook fan page. Featuring author, motivational speaker, and minister, Michael Minutes. This is Michael Eric Dyson, and when I'm in Detroit, I listen to the Thinking Out Loud radio show, dropping that knowledge, giving that inspiration, giving us that enlightenment. Nobody does it like Brother Michael does it. Do your thing. Holla. Peace. The Thinking Out Loud radio show, giving voice to issues that matter to you. What's up, family? What's up, family? It's your boy, Mike Nemes, and I'm so glad that you have tuned in to another edition of the Thinking Out Loud radio show. Uh, I just can't tell you how glad I am that you are going to spend this next hour with us. Man, we got a great show for you. I know I say that every week, and you probably uh, you probably think I'm lying, but I'm not lying, I promise. It is a great show, a great show, and this is a Thinking Out Loud radio show. I see people coming in and out of our Facebook fan page. I'm so happy to uh, uh, be, again, streaming this show on our Facebook fan page. If you're streaming the show on our Facebook fan, pa- fan page, feel free to share the feed on your timeline so others can join in tonight's discussion. We got a great show again for you on tonight. And um, the mantra for uh, the show that we're committed to is giving voice to issues that matter to you. We are committed to that mantra and we've done, I think, a good job of that and continuing to strive uh, to do so. Uh, if you missed last week's show, our Thanksgiving show, man, you missed a treat. We talked with Kurt Mays, the CEO of Forgotten Harvest. Uh, you can always go back to iTunes, Google Play Music, or tune in uh, to listen to that show. We strongly recommend that you do so. Go back and listen to uh, that show. I'm telling you, it's a great show uh, on last Tuesday, a couple days before Thanksgiving. I know many of you are probably still uh, eating off of that Thanksgiving dinner. Well, maybe not. <laughs> the leftovers are probably all gone by now. And if they are, they're probably not that good anymore. But um, uh, nevertheless, Thanksgiving was great. I'm sure everybody had a great Thanksgiving. And again, we're so glad that you're tuned in uh, to this edition of the Thinking Out Loud radio show. We want you to uh, keep in mind uh, on next week, next Tuesday, which I believe is December the 5th, we got a great show in store for you. It's going to be a great show, even greater than this one, believe it or not. Uh, we got a, a big announcement. We're going to be sh- 
sharing with you on that December 5th show and it's a show that you don't want to miss believe me you don't want to miss and as an added incentive to listen uh, we got a pair of uh, piston tickets we're going to be giving away for I believe it's the December 10th game against the uh, Denver Nuggets so uh, if you want those tickets you need to listen to uh, this show listen to the Thinking Out Loud radio show on December the 5th we're going to have a trivia question for you to answer on December the 5th uh, so make sure that uh, you listen so you can uh, possibly get those free uh, piston tickets you know what they say if it's free it's for me but if I gotta pay I can't stay <laughs> Ah, uh, wow! I know, I know. Some of y'all may have said that at one at one time or another. <laughs> well, we got that coming up, so don't miss next week's show. In this edition of the Thinking Out Loud radio show, we're going to be sharing with you a recent interview we had with WXYZ Channel 7 meteorologist Denise Isaac. I mean, she is a great person to talk to. She has a warm personality. We had a great interview, I'm telling you, and I can't wait to share it with you. Believe me, uh, she is, uh, again, uh, featured on our very inspirational person spotlight our VIP spotlight as we call it and originally from Cologne Panama and she has always been obsessed with the weather especially thunderstorms and hurricanes and uh, we want to get into that in the uh, when we uh, share with you the interview that we had recently with uh, Channel 7 Zone Denise Isaac I can't wait to share this interview with her we've always wanted to know about meteorology and maybe you do too so you need to stick around uh, for this interview it'll be coming up uh, in just a few minutes Remember to follow us on all of our social media accounts. Oh, I see uh, Sister Cena Ellis is uh, tuned in. Thank you, Sister Ellis, for taking a few minutes to watch us on uh, uh, the uh, Thinking Out Loud radio show. Do us a favor and share the feed on your timeline. We truly appreciate it. Uh, remember to follow all of our social media accounts, uh, Facebook, Thinking Out Loud radio, on uh, Instagram is the TO. TOL Radio Show on Twitter is at TOL Radio Show. These are the three uh, accounts that we have, and we're we're slowly we're seeing them continue to grow. You know, the better the guests, it seems, the more followers we get. And so we really got a, a boost this week with uh, Denise Isaac. So thank you, Denise. We truly, truly appreciate it. In this week's current events segment of the Thinking Out Loud radio show, President Trump, here we go again, during a recent ceremony with Native Americans in the Oval Office, used a racial slur to talk about Senator Elizabeth Warren. This isn't the first time he used this slur to reference the senator. But for me, that isn't the most disturbing part about this story. The most disturbing part for me is listening to White House Press Secretary Sarah Huckabee defend the president doing her daily press briefings it's amazing what the things that come out of these press briefings take a listen 
event that the president just did with the Navajo Code Talkers, he referred to Pocahontas being in the Senate. Why did he feel the need to say something that is uh, offensive to many people while honoring the Navajo Code Talkers, these genuine American I think heroes? what most people find offensive is uh, Senator Warren lying about her heritage to advance her career. Now she Stephen said it was a Harris. racial slur. She said it was a racial slur. What is your response to that? I, I think that's a ridiculous response. Stephen. Just follow up with that because the president was speaking at an event to honor members of the greatest generation, people who fought in World War II, who are in their 80s and 90s now. And the moment had many people online asking whether the president lacks decency. What's your response to that notion? Look, I think the president uh, certainly finds uh, an extreme amount of value and respect for these individuals, which is why he brought them and invited them to come to the White House and spent time with them, recognizing them and honoring them today. So I, I think he is uh, constantly showing ways to honor those individuals, and he invited them here at the White House today uh, to meet with them and to also uh, remind everybody about what the historic role that they played uh, many years ago. Kristen. Why is it appropriate for the president to use a racial slur in any context? I, I don't believe that it is appropriate for him to make a well, racial a slur or anybody else. this is a racial slur, so why is it appropriate for him to well, use I think, that? I, like I said, I don't think that it is, and I don't think that was certainly not the president's intent. I think, again, like I said, I think the more offensive, the most offensive thing. I'm sorry? Does he see political value in calling people out racially? Why use that? Look, I think that Senator Warren uh, was very offensive when she lied about something specifically to advance her career. I don't understand why no one's asking about that question and why that isn't constantly covered. Wow. Dodging and deflecting questions is what Sarah Huckabee is, uh, seems to be pretty good at. Uh, but listen up, Sarah. You're defending a president with uh, the intellect of a fifth grader. How does that make you feel? Pocahontas is a racial slur and it's very unprofessional, very uncouth and in poor taste for the President of the United States to use a racial slur, especially during a very during a ceremony in front of the very same people that this racial slur is the most offensive to. I mean, give me a break. Come on. Wow. Well, in other news, Congressman John Conyers, the longest serving member in Congress, has decided to step down from the House Judiciary Committee amidst sexual harassment allegations. According to NPR, the announcement comes roughly a week after sexual misconduct allegations surfaced publicly against the longest serve this longing service longest serving member of the house those allegations were lodged by a former female employee who had made a wrongful dismissal complaint against him that was settled two years ago the house ethics committee has launched an investigation into this incident Conyers continues to deny the allegations of wrongdoing and says he has no intention of resigning his seat in the house he has indicated that he looks forward to being exonerated of the allegations lodged against him. 
And also in other related news, Senator Al Franklin, who has also been accused of sexual misconduct by several women, offered an apology on yesterday by uh, but contends that he will be returning to work in the Senate. What's interesting to me is that there are photos that have been circulated of Senator Al Franklin alleged sexual misconduct. And yet he has seemed to have gotten very little pressure to resign. However, in the, accu- in the accusations concerning Congressman Conyers, there's only been his accusers and witnesses' cooperation that caused him to feel the pressure to step down from the House Judiciary Committee. How many times do you have to apologize before your apology is no longer taken seriously, uh, Senator Al Franklin? It seems as long as there is an apology, this quells attention in the court of public opinion. But for me, in the case of Congressman Conyers, it's sad to see this man's illustrious political career come to an end on the heels of some kind of scandal. You would like for him to be remembered for his political achievements while in office rather than what allegedly happened behind closed doors. Uh, But that is something that must be sorted out by the House Ethics Committee. Which leads us to our question of the week. In the second half of the show, we're going to be dealing with the question, should we expect our politicians to be morally responsible and politically astute, or is one more important than the other? This question touches on the core of some of the things that are going on in the political arena that we just previously discussed during our current events segment that I believe requires our attention. And during the listener segment, you feel free to call us at 646-787-1615, which is the phone number, or you can post your comments on the Facebook fan page, and that way we'll... Uh, we'll read those comments during the show, during the listener segment of the Thinking Out Loud radio show. Well, we're going to take our first break, but when we come back, we're going to get right into our interview with Channel 7's own meteorologist, Denise Isaac. Don't go anywhere. It's the Thinking Out Loud radio show. We'll be right back. You're tuned in to the Thinking Out Loud radio show. Keep it locked. Keep it locked. Keep it locked. Quiet and you're listening to the Thinking Out Loud Radio Show. The Thinking Out Loud Radio Show, giving voice to issues that matter to you. It's their birthday and need a gift for that special someone. Then call KCN Designs and sit back and smile. KCN Designs specialize in custom-made all-occasion baskets that are sure to make that special someone smile. Call KCN Designs today at 248-820-3691 and order your custom basket today. Hi, my name is Maya, and you're listening to the Thinking Out Loud radio show with radio show host and my daddy, Michael Nimmons. You better listen to that, little girl. Looking for a professional tax and bookkeeping service? Then look no further than Consumer Tax Clinic. 
This is a full-service preparation and bookkeeping service that prides itself on great customer service, professionalism, and getting results. Have tax returns that still need to be filed or getting audited or having issues with IRS? Call Consumer Tax Clinic today at 248-395-0079. That's 248-395-0079. Consumer Tax Clinic, a tax service designed with you in mind. We would like to welcome a very special guest on the Thinking Out Loud radio show on tonight. You've seen her on television, WXYZ Channel 7, giving us the weather. And we're so happy to have on this VIP spotlight edition of the Thinking Out Loud radio show, uh, WXYZ's own meteorologist, Denise Isaac. Let's give her a warm Thinking Out Loud radio show welcome. Aw, thank you so very much. <laughs> it's truly my pleasure to be with you here this evening. Um, just sharing my life experience is just very kind of you to say I'm inspirational. That, that means a lot to me. <laughs> so truly, I'm honored. Well, we are honored to have you on the Thinking Out Loud radio show. We do these kinds of interviews and we call them uh, very inspirational spot, very inspirational person spotlights. And we truly believe you to be one of those kinds of individuals. And we again, thank you for being on the show with us on tonight. So let's get started. Your bio says that you are from Cologne, Panama. I can hear the accent. Yes, I am originally from Colón, Panama. My main language is Spanish. I was born and raised there until the age of 17. I mainly came to the United States to go to college to study meteorology. So my accent is there, and I am very proud of it. Um, it, it won't go away, even though some viewers have already said, wait, why is it going away? <laughs> we love the accent. We love the fact that you grew up in another country. So tell us what it was like growing up in Cologne, Panama. It was awesome. I mean, now that I've been gone for almost 14 years, I can really uh, just appreciate where I grew up. I mean, Cologne is a place in the Atlantic, uh, or at least near the Atlantic Ocean. So we have a lot of greens. We have a lot of trees, flowers, plants, you know, birds, animals. I grew up just seeing snakes pretty much on a daily basis, hearing <laughs> monkeys wake me up at 6 a.m. in the morning, you know, wow. seeing the monkeys just go from, yeah, from one tree to the other. So I took all that for granted while I was there. And as I moved to the United States and realized how life over here is so much different, now I, I, you know, I, I truly miss it. But Growing up in Panama was wonderful. I mean, I went to a great school. I actually went to elementary school from kindergarten through sixth grade, and it was an Arabic school, so I got to learn a lot about the Arab culture. And some people ask me, why Arabic school? Well, my parents realized it was a great school to learn about their culture. Also, English was really good there. 
Mm-hmm. So that's why they um, put me and my sisters in that school. And then after that, I went to a Catholic school. So I learned a lot about serving the community, you know. So so that's pretty much me. I, I, I embrace every different culture. I am very knowledgeable on some cultures and also love to help others. You know, that's pretty much the kind of person I am. I'm always willing to help, and I think a lot of it has to do with my upbringing and going to to my high school, which is La Salle, or La Salle, also known mm-hmm. for La Salle Brothers. Denise, so tell us, when did you start liking the weather and meteorology? Well, I started liking the weather at a really young age. Um, let's say I, I, I was about 12. And in Panama, it's very interesting because we don't have meteorologists. Uh, we don't even talk about the weather in Panama because it's pretty much the same thing every day. I mean, you wake up, it's cool, but by cool, Sound I like mean heaven. 80 degrees. <laughs> you know, but 80 degrees, I know a lot of people are not thinking that's cool enough for them. But, you know, it starts out at 80, then it warms up to about 90. It's huge. Mm. Uh, it rains around 1 p.m. So the weather was just pretty much the same, just very, just constantly just the same, you know, during from April all the way through December, we, we get rain every afternoon. And then in December through February, it, we call it the Christmas breeze because we get some fronts that come close to the country that will bring in some cooler air. And it's our summertime, so there's a lot of sunshine. So in Panama, it's only either rainy season or summer and dry season. So, um, you know, I got interested in it because... I would just love to look at thunderstorms. I could sit outside for hours and just smell the rain, look at the lightning, you know, mm. look at the interaction of the clouds. And and even uh, me and my siblings, we actually wrote us or not, we didn't write a song. We made a song up while watching the rain fall. <laughs> so I still remember a song. I won't sing it because I'm not a singer. <laughs> but... <laughs> But I, I will say around 12. 12 is when I got inspired about the weather, but I really thought I wanted to be an astronomer. So I thought I wanted to be, you know, work for NASA and just mm. go up in the moon and stuff. And when I, I came to the United States at the age of 15 to visit my brother, who at the time lived in Orlando, and all I could watch was the Weather Channel, day in and day out, the Weather Channel. So I was like, you know what? I don't think it's astronomy that I want to study. I think I want to study meteorology. So I went back home, and I told my parents I wanted to be a meteorologist. And my mom was like, what? What is that? (laughs) And and I said, the weather, you know. And she was like, how about a secretary or a nurse? I was like, no, Mom, I want to be a meteorologist. So pretty much from 15, I, you know, just knew that's what I wanted to be. And at 17, when I graduated high school, I came to the United States and studied meteorology. I knew I wanted to go to Florida State, and that was the only school I applied for. <laughs> and I got in, <laughs> so I'm happy, you know. Wow. So everything was just, it just worked out the way I wanted it to. And, and yeah, and, and I love weather. I mean, it's truly my passion. I, I love I love just the science of it and just how unpredictable it is. And even though we try to predict it every day, it's so unpredictable. Right. So right. many things go into it, so many factors. So, yeah, it's just amazing. 
Wow, you are a rare person indeed. I haven't run across too many people that are that fascinated about the weather. I mean, when you said you would spend hours just watching the Weather Channel, that is unbelievable. Oh, yes. Even even nowadays, I mean, I can still watch the Weather Channel for at least two hours. And my husband just comes in and tells me, did you just hear this like about 20 minutes ago this is like a loop they keep saying the same things over and over and i was like yeah i know but you know you still just learn and you know it's just educational it's the same thing as espn you hear their things over and over Ah, uh, yeah well espn i would think is still more interesting than the weather channel wouldn't you say <laughs> well it, it all depends what are your interests but i do love sports right. as well so when i'm right. not watching the weather channel i am watching espn <laughs> <laughs> you know, when you were talking earlier, you mentioned how, you know, you would sit outside and watch the thunderstorms. And my mother, who listens to the show regularly, does not have the same appreciation for thunderstorms that you do. <laughs> and I'm sure I'm sure a lot of people are like that. A lot of people don't, you know, a lot of people... Right. When they hear a hurricane or anything is coming their way, they just, you know, just go indoors and stay indoors while I'm just always looking through the window to see what I can, you know, picture and capture <laughs> in my brain. Because that's the other thing. Like, I, I am not one of those who will take out a camera and have, like, a video ready. I uh -huh. capture it in my brain, and then I'm like, oh, wait, why didn't I take a picture of it? I'm just uh -oh. not programmed that way yet. Oh, so you're not a storm chaser? No, but I would love to. Oh. I would love to storm chase. I mean, that's one of my ultimate dreams, to storm chase. I was supposed to go on a storm chasing uh, event with Mike Bettis from the Weather Channel uh, the year after he had that accident and the two storm chasers died. Mm. So then it never happened, but... You know, there's a reason why it never, it, you know, it didn't happen. But I'm still willing to do some storm chasing, some tornado chasing. It, it's just, it's just, you know, the adrenaline, the rush. It's just, ah, it, it just kind of just, it's like ice to your veins, right? It just makes you be like. <laughs> I have never run across someone that excited and fascinated about the weather. And, you know, I guess that's one of the things I love about this show because we get to meet all kinds of people from all kinds of backgrounds, different backgrounds, different walks of life. And you are definitely someone that uh, has a very interesting uh, and unique passion, uh, but it's one that com the community needs. It's one that uh, we rely on. We need the information about the weather in the morning, but we need to know how to dress. We need to know uh, what we need to put on, what we might need to take off. All those kinds of things are important. Uh, so your job to us is very important. But you came all the way from Cologne, Panama, and according to your bio, your first job in weather was in Washington, D.C., right? Yes, correct. And then you uh, ended up in Detroit in 2016. Well, okay. actually, after D.C., I was in Minnesota for a year. That's where I got oh, okay. a job with Weather Nation. 
Mm-hmm. And then after Weather Nation, I was in Miami for six years working there for Telemundo, a Spanish TV station. And right. in 2016, I came here to Michigan. So the real question is, you left, you left paradise to come to the Midwest where, I mean, we get summertime springtime but our winters are horrendous (laughs) what is your take on that luckily for me last winter was a mild one and i enjoyed Mm -hmm. it (laughs) and this one hopefully will treat me the same way um but no it was you know life is for me at least life is all about challenging yourself to be the best person you can be so after six years at, in Telemundo, you know, in Miami, yes, I, I, I was doing national. I was pretty much at the top of the top for the Spanish station as a meteorologist. Wow. I figured, you know, I, I'm still young. I, I can still, I still have one more goal. And when I came <laughs> to the United States, my final goal when it came to TV was to do the crossover, you know, like, yeah, I had it, I, I had a lot in Miami, but crossing over to the English market just meant so much to me. I just wanted to say I did it, you know, mm. I, I just wanted to prove to myself, prove mm. to my parents, and prove to the world that if you work hard enough, you can see your dreams come true, you know, like, uh, yeah, like you said, I am unique. I have an accent. A lot of stations didn't, you know, open the doors because they said my accent was too Miami or too Hispanic mm. or mm. too whatever, you know. Here, WXYZ, the news director at the time, Big Manny, he loved it and he wanted something different for the news station. So finally, you know, someone gave me the opportunity and I was you know, so thankful and grateful to Manny for, for doing that and allowing me to showcase my talent. So, yeah, coming to the Midwest, it was just an opportunity for me to challenge myself to forecast winter weather, something I did in D.C. and something I did in Minnesota. But here, having the lakes around is a completely different dynamic. So now yeah. my resume has been expanded you know, and it's just like a thousand times better than it was before because now I can say I know how to forecast snow uh, coming into Washington, D.C., you know, how the Appalachian Mountains really right. interact with the system. I know how to track cold fronts in Minnesota. I know how to track lake effects, snow showers, and I know how to track hurricanes. Not a lot of people have that on their resume. So that was pretty much the reason why I came and I said yes to Michigan because I just said, you know, my my resume will be different. I am bilingual and I just needed the challenge. Mm-hmm. I, I, you know, at the same time, you, you may think, oh, you know, she's warm and she's sweet and, and all that. But I also love to be competitive and I, I just, I get bored easily. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, so, so I need to kind of just, I don't know, just, just really prove to myself that I can do it. Like, I don't, I don't like going about life wondering what if. Um, so whatever I, I want to do, I will find a way to do it. 
Well, we are so glad that you challenged yourself uh, and decided to come to Michigan, one of the coldest states, <laughs> and even to Detroit, one of the coldest cities in the country. <laughs> I don't regret it at all. At all, Detroit, I mean, I came here um, with low expectations just because when I told, you know, people, oh, I'm moving to, I'm moving to Detroit, you know, the whole joke was, oh, make sure you don't drink the water or it's a very dangerous city, you know, all these things. And I said, yeah, wow. I know, I know, but it's okay, you know. But we, we, me and my husband, you know, we came here with low expectations and we love it. I mean, we truly enjoy being in Michigan. You, you know, you just get a little bit of everything. It's so diverse. And, uh, yeah, and the winters are brutal. I can't stand 14 days of cloudy weather. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that drives me nuts. But the summer and the fall, they're just so pretty. You know, everyone just, it's out and about and just seeing the city grow and, you know, just new buildings, new opportunities. It's good. It feels good. So, Denise, tell us, what do you like? most about your job and what do you like least about your job what i love about my job is the fact that i can be a scientist uh -huh. i'm a meteorologist you know on air and off air and that i can put what i studied into practice that's what i love about my job what mm -hmm. i love least about my job is having to be on tv having to be on air <laughs> <laughs> um, you know, it, it, it's I know it sounds kind of crazy, but when I studied meteorology, my plan wasn't to be on air. I didn't want to be an oh. on-air personality. I actually oh. wanted to work for the National Hurricane Center, um, oh. and I also wanted to be a hurricane hunter for the Air Force. So none of oh. that, you know, happened. So I ended up being on TV. So yeah. <laughs> <laughs> wow look how life I know, happens a lot of, exactly life just happens you know and that's why it's important if there are any you know young people listening to the show and um they they're focused on one thing you really have to be open to the opportunities in life because you may be thinking about one path but it may not take you that way. You may end up going a different route, and you just have to be willing to learn as much as you can and just accept it because everything in life happens for a reason. Uh, but, yeah, my path wasn't – I didn't want to do TV because I think TV is just so demanding. Um, like I told you, I don't really like wearing makeup. So having to wear makeup every day and having to buy clothes and having to look nice. <sighs> wow. You are definitely giving our listeners an inside, behind-the-scenes look at the life of Denise Isaac because we cannot tell that from looking at you on television. Look like you enjoy what you're doing. You're passionate about what you're doing and everything that goes along with it. But uh, we're all learning something today. <laughs> it's not all, you know fancy like people think it is it's a lot of work what are some of your other interests outside of sports and the weather that our listeners might be interested in knowing about Denise Isaac I enjoy being a mentor 
to mm. students. I, I really, um, I love going to schools and talking to kids and, you know, just seeing them react to your words, react to your experiences. That, yeah, that that really makes a difference in my life. And that's one of the things I love about TV, too, is that I get the opportunity to go to schools and talk to kids because I didn't even know I, I loved it as much as I do. Um, mm. But I, I do it, you know, in the community I serve. Or even when I go back home to Panama, I go to my high school, you know, the, the high school I graduated from, and I go and I speak to either the juniors or the senior class and just tell them about my experience and how does it matter where you were born, doesn't matter where you came from or your, you know, your status, your economic status. If once again, like I mentioned, if you work hard, if you, if you, if you, if you kind of, I mean, I am blessed. I, I, I must say that. Mm-hmm. But a lot of people that come from Colón, like if you Google Colón or you mm-hmm. ask someone from Panama Colón, they tend to go, what? You know, that's the ghetto. Yeah, it is the ghetto. Mm-hmm. I mean, I grew up going to, uh, we have kind of like uh, November is the month that we celebrate our independence and stuff. So we have parades and, and all that. You know, we will do the parades. We will walk and all of a sudden gunshots start going off and you just mm. throw yourself on the floor and you're just kind of like scared out of your mind. But that was pretty much an annual event for me, you know, getting ready to hear a gunshot and throw yourself on the floor. Um, mm. So people, you know, people don't realize that, wait, what, really? She came from that? She lived through that? Yeah, but you can't be a victim of your circumstances, you know? Like, you can't allow your surrounding world to determine where you're headed. Because, yeah, a lot of it, it may be a limiting factor, and it has happened to me. I mean, being uh, Hispanic, Latina, having curves, being black on TV, believe it or not, is something that is not really fully accepted. I mean, mm. I've had to go through, through, through so many barriers, but I just don't give up, you know, and that's pretty much the sense of life. Don't ever give up. You know, if you really want something bad, you just go for it. You're going to fall a thousand times, but mm. every time you get up, you feel empowered you know you you feel like you can continue to conquer the world because you did you know you were able to get up from that thousand thousand time that you fell onto the ground kind of thing so um and that's truly the this is not just me saying this i have lived it you know Mm. it's it's been an uphill battle but I I just believe in my talent. I believe in what I can do. And I don't expect everyone to love me. You know, I, I've received so many, because you are here, you know, saying, oh, we love you, and you're smiling, you're so warm, and, you know, your personality is great. But the, I've, I've received emails or, you know, letters, handwritten letters to the station about people hating me mm. for whatever reason, you know. so But you can't just let the negative keep you from achieving your goal. Wow, you have said so much. 
already and I know our listeners are really enjoying uh, listening to your story and um, I was going to ask you earlier you must be looking at my notes uh, you know what advice would you give a young person that's interested in the weather and meteorology what advice would you give them and you've said so much already but if you have even more advice to give you're more than welcome to share that with them at this time as well well I will say find someone who will help you you know shine find someone and that's hard because you may think you have oh she's my best friend she wants the best for me no, a lot of time, best friends don't want to see you succeed. You know, a lot of times your best friend just wants to see you on the ground kind of thing. So just, mm-hmm. you know, just be very, very open, very, um, I mean, don't trust everybody. <laughs> That's mm-hmm. what I would say. Just, and find someone who, who's older who may lead you through the right path. Um, I never really had a mentor, which I wish I kind of did, but I never found that one person that will be there for me day in Mm -hmm. and day out, I will say, like, you know, in the meteorology business. But I'm Mm -hmm. lucky enough to have my older brother who was always, you know, he was always just there willing to say, Denise, you got to get up, you know. Life is Mm -hmm. not easy. Get up. Mm -hmm. So, So my brother to me was my inspiration in a way. And if he's listening, <laughs> don't, you know, <laughs> don't, don't take it, you know, like to, don't think you're that special brother. Well, Denise, I want to thank you so much for being on the Thinking Out Loud radio show. We truly appreciate your warm personality and your testimony about how far uh, you have come in your profession uh, and what God is doing for you even right now. I know when uh, you've got a huge fan base because uh, when I put it out on social media yesterday that you were going to be on the show, I mean, people were uh, blowing up Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. A friend of mine was saying, man, make sure you tell uh, Denise that I love her. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you so much, Michael. I really appreciate it. You know, this it means a lot to me because I've only been here a year and a half and you know and to get this love and support from a community that I heard was very tough on you know on allowing people into their homes and you know that I was going to have a tough time here for people to like me I can't say enough about how this community has really made me feel so at home Um, you know it's just amazing i mean you know now speaking i just kind of want to cry no but it's true i mean detroit overall has been just amazing i mean the love over the past year and a half is just just great i just didn't expect it at all so you know once again as i said before i'm truly blessed and you know i count my blessings every day and i don't take anything for granted so thank you Thank you, Michael. Thank everyone who, you know, just allows me into their homes, whether it be weekend mornings or during the noon show and uh, during the weekdays, you know, like I, I, I'm speechless. No, no words, really. 
to thank Detroit for for everything. And Detroiters, thank you as well. And on behalf of all of the listeners of the Thinking Out Loud radio show, we want to thank you, Denise Isaac, meteorologist for WXYZ Channel 7, for being on the Thinking Out Loud radio show. God bless you. You're tuned in to the Thinking Out Loud radio show. Keep it locked, keep it locked, keep it locked. Hello there, I'm meteorologist Denise Isaac from WXYZ Channel 7, and you're listening to the Thinking Out Loud radio show. The Thinking Out Loud radio show, giving voice to issues that matter to you. Helen Keller once said, The only thing worse than being blind is having sight, but no vision. What a truly profound and compelling statement. Our book entitled Vision is strategically designed to give you the tools you need to see yourself and your future in a whole new way. Vision, coming soon. Visit michaelnemis.org for more details. tax and bookkeeping service, then look no further than Consumer Tax Clinic. This is a full-service preparation and bookkeeping service that prides itself on great customer service, professionalism, and getting results. Have tax returns that still need to be filed or getting audited or having issues with IRS? Call Consumer Tax Clinic today at 248-395-0079. That's 248-395-0079. Consumer Tax Clinic, a tax service designed with you in mind. Don't, 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 don't touch that dial. It's the Thinking Out Loud radio show. We'll be right back. We are back, and I hope you enjoyed our interview with uh, meteorologist Denise Isaac. I truly, truly appreciate her being on the show on tonight. And as you can see, she is definitely a very inspirational person indeed. And there are so many things that uh, that I got out of our interview with Denise. She she has such a warm and and humble personality and I love how she continues to challenge herself to be the best version of herself that she can be and this is what the very inspirational spotlights uh, very inspirational person spotlights are all about they're about hearing the stories of those who've been successful at their craft or profession and learning from them and gleaning from them and being inspired by their triumphs as well as their defeats we hope you're enjoying these segments because I certainly am. I I love hearing other people's stories and finding out ways on how to improve on myself and how I can be the ver- best version of myself that I can be. That is what this show is all about. We want you to feel inspired. We want you to feel motivated to pursue your dreams and your visions. 
I don't know about you, but I enjoyed how she said that it wasn't enough for her to be at the top of her craft in the Spanish market with Telemundo, but she wanted to cross over to the American market and uh, and and try and expand her resume and expand her paradigm and enjoy another level of success. She went from Washington D.C. to Minnesota. To Detroit where she currently is on WXYZ Channel 7 where she's doing a tremendous job giving us the weather forecast as well as brightening our day at the same time. Thank you so much Denise. Well we're going to take another break and when we come back we're going to get right into our question of the week. Should we expect our politicians to be morally responsible as well as politically astute? Or is it more important? Is one attribute more important than the other and why? We're going to get your thoughts on the other side of the break. This is Thinking Out Loud radio show. We'll be right back. You're tuned in to the Thinking Out Loud radio show. Keep it locked, keep it locked, keep it locked. It's their birthday and need a great present for that special someone? Call KCN Designs and sit back and smile. KCN Designs specializes in all occasion custom baskets that are sure to make that special someone smile. Call KCN Designs at 248-820-3691 and order your custom basket today. Helen Keller once said, The only thing worse than being blind is having sight but no vision. What a truly profound and compelling statement. Our book entitled Vision is strategically designed to give you the tools you need to see yourself and your future in a whole new way. Vision, coming soon. Visit michaelnemons.org for more details. Don't, 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 don't touch that dial. It's the Thinking Out Loud radio show. We'll be right back. Hi, my name is Maya, and you're listening to the Thinking Out Loud radio show with radio show host and my daddy, Michael Nimmons. You better listen to that little girl. Yeah, 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 yeah. The Thinking Out Loud radio show question of the week. We're going to get right into our question of the week, uh, which is, uh, do should politicians be, uh, should politicians be, morally responsible as well as politically astute or is one attribute more important than the other uh, you know with all this stuff that's coming out with uh, sexual harassment uh, that's going on you know with John Conyers we, we hear about this uh, we talked about this in our current events segment it's a hot topic so uh, we want to know from you those of you who are listening on uh, blog talk radio and even those that are watching on our Facebook fan page I see Amron Renee is on thank you again for being on and sharing uh, the uh, feed on your timeline but uh, we want to know from you what do you think about the question of the week 
uh, should politicians be morally responsible and politically astute or is one attribute more important than the other? It seems to me, especially given everything that's going on in Washington and in the political arena in general, that expecting that politicians uh, that we elect in the office be morally responsible might be too much to ask. It's just my opinion. You know, and it's not just with the sexual harassment allegations in the workplace, but it's the bold faced lies that are told to the American people day in and day out. But is this the nature of politics? Is there such thing as morality in politics? That's a good question. Is is it a such thing as being morally responsible uh, as a politician? It's very hard to believe that the two can coexist. Although the first person that kind of comes to mind uh, in that regard is President Barack Obama. I mean. He had everything uh, seemingly in place uh, just to run for president of the United States. I mean, he was a family man, uh, intelligent, articulate, uh, you know, uh, had a command of the English language, uh, graduated from two Ivy League schools, was a community organizer, uh, married to one wife. I mean, he had it going on and definitely, uh, you know, he had all of those things in place just to run we said this before he had to do all of those things just to run for president of the United States um, and so when you think about the question of the week you know is is it possible to be morally responsible and politically astute uh, or is one attribute more uh, important than the other what I believe is really going on nowadays is that our expectations of politicians local state federal and otherwise is far too high the American people are far too idealistic when it comes to their political leaders they have to graduate from this school they have to have a law degree they have to have a model wife with two beautiful children and living in a five-bedroom house with a picket fence and a dog. But in reality, these are really flawed individuals that we're electing into office. And we need to first come to grips with that. And not only come to grips with that and with their flaws, but with our flaws as well. Because we are imperfect people. We are imperfect people serving one another. And as Christians, we shouldn't be looking to Washington for answers to our problems. Uh, we should be looking to Jesus Christ. Uh, he's the only one that is truly the answer for the world today. I wish I had a witness uh, on this radio show. I know I do. I know I know I got somebody out there that is feeling me on tonight. <laughs> so we asked the question on social media and we got some mixed responses, mixed reviews from those uh, who were uh, on social media uh, listening and, and, and those that responded to the question. Most people say that politicians should be both morally responsible and politically astute and I believe we want our politicians to have a sense of decency and moral background and also be, be politically savvy but I believe sometimes being politically savvy tends to co conflict with our desire to um, with or desire to be decent and sensible you know 
we all we 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 might have the best intentions sometimes, uh, but being political. Um, means that you have to sometimes compromise. Uh, you, you have to bend a little. You have to, uh, you 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 have to, you know, give in. And 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 when you have strong values, strong moral values, you know that might come into conflict with your political ideologies. You know, what do you think? What do you think? So. What do you do when that happens? It's it's an interesting philosophical question. In college, I remember being um, in Michigan State, go Spartans, in James Madison College and enjoying the discussions that we would have about political science, uh, you know, uh, with, with, with such philosophers as Aristotle, Socrates, uh, Plato. You know, we read a lot of the books, the Greek scholars, uh, that that talked about politics and um, we really enjoyed having those kinds of debates and we thought today would be a good day to have uh, one of those kinds of debates uh, on our show on today hope you enjoyed enjoying uh, the 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 discussion the debate about uh, you know whether a politician can be morally responsible as well as politically astute at the same time I tend to believe that they can you have to either be one or the other and if you are uh, 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 any of their constituents we really need to just lower our expectations when it comes to uh, what we expect out of politicians because nobody's perfect. You know, everybody makes mistakes. Everyone uh, has um, uh, natural proclivities, uh, like uh, as as uh, Bishop Noel Jones likes to say, uh, proclivities or propensities that that uh, might come in conflict with your moral, your strong moral values. And uh, and so, what do you do in situations like that? Well, um, we're going to take our last break of the night. And uh, when we come back, we're going to give you our thought of the week. Don't go anywhere. It's the Thinking Out Loud radio show. We'll be right back. You're tuned in to the Thinking Out Loud radio show. Keep it locked. Keep it locked. Keep it locked. Who told you that you were deficient? Who told you? that you were nothing who told you that you were worthless who told you that you had no value purchase our book who told you that you were naked from our website michaelnimmons.org don't delay do it today also available on amazon Looking for a professional tax and bookkeeping service? Then look no further than Consumer Tax Clinic. This is a full-service preparation and bookkeeping service that prides itself on great customer service, professionalism, and getting results. Have tax returns that still need to be filed or getting audited or having issues with IRS? Call Consumer Tax Clinic today at 248-395-0079. That's 248-395-0079. Consumer Tax Clinic. A tax service designed with you in mind. 
Show giving voice to issues that matter to you. comes from Psalms 121 verses 1 and 2 where David writes I will lift up mine eyes unto the hills from which cometh my help my help cometh from the Lord which made heaven and earth this is a psalm of David that only has eight verses but each verse has so much wisdom and power in each one and this scripture is so apropos in light of the question of the week and how I believe we have so many unrealistic expectations of those we put in office and not enough for the God that created the heaven and the earth. David in this scripture is admonishing us to elevate our vision off of things of this world and direct it towards the God that created the world that we live in. He didn't say that our help is found in the hills, but David is essentially telling us to elevate our vision to where God is. Because if we see God, then you can see the answer to your problems. If you can see God, then you can see the supplier of your needs. If you see God, then you can see the healer of all of your diseases. For too many of us, our focus is on people. And what the recent stories involving sexual harassment and assault have proven is that people fail. People will disappoint you. People will betray your trust. But when you lose faith in people, David said that you should never, ever lose faith in God. He is the very definition of perfection. And he will never, ever, ever let you down. I want to give special thanks to again uh, Denise Isaac for being on the Thinking Out Loud radio show. I truly, truly, truly appreciate her for being on the show with us on tonight. She has made the show exponentially better. Uh, we wish her nothing but the best as she continues giving us the weather forecast on WXYZ Channel 7. And I want to thank you, the listeners, for tuning in to another edition of the Thinking Out Loud radio show. You have made this show much better as well. Remember, tune in next week, December 5th. We have a big announcement for you. You don't want to miss next week's show. And also, remember, uh, we've got a pair of Piston tickets that we're going to be giving away as well. So you've got every reason to tune in next week. 
And so we'll see you same time, same station next week with another Power Pack show just for you. And until next time, if you think it, then you can believe it. If you believe it, then you will see it. If you can see it, then you will be it. If you can be it, then you will achieve it. The power rests within you. The mind is the most powerful muscle in your body. Use what to what you got to get what you want. The power is in you. It's the Thinking Out Loud radio show. Thanks for listening. Thank you for listening to the Thinking Out Loud radio show podcast. Be sure to support all of our show sponsors. If you like the show, subscribe to the podcast on iTunes, Google Play Music, or tune in. Want to book Michael Nimmons for a speaking engagement, book signing, or corporate event? Send an email to contact at michaelnimmons.org. Be sure to follow the show on all of his social media accounts on Twitter at TOL Radio Show on Instagram at the TOL Radio Show and on our Facebook fan page at facebook.com forward slash thinking out loud radio are you an entrepreneur and want to advertise become a thinking out loud radio show partner send an email to thinking out loud radio show at gmail.com we have some affordable advertising packages just for you Thinking Out Loud radio show, giving voice to issues that matter to you.